mean, he's persona non grata with this podcast. Right, but that's why it'd be funny to celebrate his cycle. I'm sure he'd be he'd come back to us if you heard that. So, this is your lunch break right now. You're recording the most vile podcast on the planet on your lunch break. <laughs> what does that matter? <laughs> I don't know. What does it matter lunch when I record like it, Steve? Time. If they find it, I'm done. <laughs> lunch seems like a pe- no. It's, I don't think you'd be done, but lunch just seems <laughs> like a peaceful thing, like. Uh, you know, you, you get your shit out of the way and then you get ready to go back in. Also, you eat lunch at 2.30? Apparently not. They're telling me not to, that I shouldn't have taken lunch now. I don't know. So what Basically, the fuck is going on at that place? I don't know. It's it's kind of, it's just kind of like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, really. Because I work and don't work just like everyone else, but if they know that I'm working or not working within a prescribed time, then it's a problem. But it isn't a problem if they don't know. Mm. Which means, like, the actual result of it is that it's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like when Henry Winkler pulls his pants down in uh, The Water Boy, and he has that tattoo of Roy Orbison on his ass. Yeah. And he says that what mama doesn't, mama don't know, don't hurt her. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's like, his ass is like your boss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, here's, all right. Do you think, um, midway through 2021, you will be working at the same company? Uh, probably not. Because, because of your choice or their choice or just, just circumstances beyond your control. Uh, actually, I don't know about that. I mean, I probably won't just because I'm reaching the end of the like the progression ladder so unless i can find something like horizontal diagonally up to climb into i'll just be stuck here forever so okay it kind of has to happen anyway god work is the fucking worst it's really terrible can you imagine if this was actually like if this podcast if somebody if we made it in a way that people would like it and that people actually did like it and this was our job can you imagine the things we would say about our fucking coworker? <laughs> it's really, I mean, it's the same with everyone. Imagine if you just said exactly what you thought about, like, your mechanic right to his face. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's like you can't because you'll cut your brake line. big time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think your ears look stupid and you're a fucking ass and your beard is gross. Yeah. And if I was actually smart, I would be able to disprove all of the things you're saying. <laughs> You know what? I don't think I need my tires rotated. I think you need your balls rotated. <laughs> you fucking Dan, bitch. you need to rotate your tires. 51% of all turns are, are right turns. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Why do I need to ro- rotate my tires at all? It doesn't even make sense. It actually does not make sense. The only thing I can think of is <laughs> if they were over infl- – like if you had an over or underinflated situation with one of them. But I think if you kept them properly inflated, I don't think it would matter. I think it has to do with uh... – this is great. This is a good, good tire talk. <laughs> I think, I think it has to do with on and off ramps because you're going right more in a big circle. So your left front uh, wears out earlier. And also your weight is not symmetric with the car. Not, those, are not, those are not stupid opinions. They are not. That's why your brake, your front left brake wears out sooner. 
Because your fat ass is in the front. Fat ass? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I have an update on my weight on yeah. Monday. So this is the Monday after Thanksgiving, 258 even. <laughs> Congratulations, baby. I made baby, it. <laughs> so I don't think we have to be friends anymore. <laughs> we could just move on. <laughs> you would get along. You know who would really love you now is the uh, 2006 version of me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We should just if our if our friendships were like reverse time. Yeah. You know, like if we met in 2006 and in 2020 somehow at the same time, and then just reverse through time. But the thing is, in 2006, you were in shape. Like I don't know what it's like to be an in shape adult. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, like, neither do I. And you were on the football team, and you were doing that shit. I weighed like 165 in 2007. Yeah, yeah you were doing sit-ups. I was doing sit-ups on purpose. If I did five sit-ups right now, the first thing that would happen is my fucking neck would start hurting. <laughs> I can't even, like, I have so much fat where you're <laughs> supposed to, like, crunch that, they, like, I can't. <laughs> Like, I can feel my knees facing outwards when I walk, like I'm waddling. Nice. Yeah. You're getting more to the ground. You're getting shorter, too. Yeah. It's a good uh, feeling. So, uh, I did you receive any uh, commentary, positive or negative, about our last podcast with our good, fate, good friend, Kate and Holyoke? Uh, I got more commentary than I usually do. A couple yeah. people said they wished that she had cried. Um, one person said she wished that it was more like violent and hateful, mm. but it didn't really come down. Yeah, I I got the same thing. So I got I uh I saw Galena, the former Galena of Everett, which is a whole other story, and uh Pat and Rockland. I saw them, and well, first I got a text from from Pat and Rockland about how we were total pussies with Kate and Holyoke. And that we asked her no tough questions, and he was disappointed in us. Yeah, that's what I got from him as well. It wasn't like we were pussies. It was more – it was just kind of like – I thought it would be uh, more. Well, Maybe you're reading into it. First off, I have the ultimate defense. What? I was hammered. Second, uh, I mean, what's the – thing? So, like, uh, what am I supposed to be upset about? What am I – what's supposed to be the hard-hitting question? As though I'm still mad at her for anything that happened when I used to see her 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah, you should still be resentful. Like, I, I, can't keep, I can't keep the water boiling for that long. I feel like if anyone could, it'd be you. Like, you would rather live to 50 as opposed to 90 just to be pissed for 12 years. I think I used to think that. I mean, I used to... I, okay, so what? Because I, I dated Kate's yeah and so now i need to hate her for the rest of my life yeah you need to hate all of them i can't do it anymore i used to be able to do it uh so you just can't i can barely get up and go to work in the morning (laughs) i can't i can't even sleep i can't sleep and i can't wake up (laughs) is that just age or i don't know what's going on i had this dream where where i was like in a video game and everyone was stabbing each other over and over and over again. Is that good? That's that actually is good. That means you're coming around. Okay. 
I remember uh, I might have told this story to you before. I uh, I remember going to our graduation party was uh, the same as James and Abington's from our high school. His brother he graduated college the same day, and so I remember they had a friend who was at that graduation party who had lost something like fifty pounds in three months. Damn. And so they went golfing earlier that day, and the guy shit his pants because he ate three lean cuisines before he went golfing. <laughs> and so, and so he remarks after he has lost 50 pounds in three months, and he was still like a big fat shit. And, and he's like, I don't know, guys. I think I'm dying to all his friends. And they're like, no, I think you're coming back to life. Like, <laughs> the systems that were broken down are now revived. Yeah, all that shit in you is being is being detoxified. Yeah. That's what life is. Oh boy. So yeah, so we got negative feedback because we weren't hard enough on Kate. We also got I also got feedback that Kate was medicated or something like that. I also again think that just the animosity. <laughs> where where is it supposed to live? I disagree with Kate on political things. I like how I like how Kate is either crazy or medicated. Yes. There's no in between. Because if you're medicated, it means that you're crazy, doesn't it? Isn't that it's just saying the same thing? Yes. But like, hey, you're not acting crazy, so I don't have any proof anymore, but that means that you're on drugs. <laughs> so the other thing, so now I told you that I got that feedback. Uh, I went to the uh, artist formerly known as Galena and Everett. I went to her new house. Oh, yeah, that's right. In Melrose or something? It was either in Melrose, Malden, or Medfield, or Malden, Millis, or Ewan, or Millis, or uh, Mansfield. <laughs> it was one of those. Okay. I'll tell you what, it might as well have been fucking Aleppo. The, this place, <laughs> it was the most dangerous place I've ever been in my entire life. I felt like when I parked my car, somebody was going to friggin' knock me on the head and steal my freaking molars out of my teeth to sell the cavities for the fillings for scrap metal i mean this place I, it's unbelievable that somebody would ever live was it like there. bombed out and shit was there like yeah, a exactly. firefight going on down the road yeah, exactly. really stuff i mean i've never seen a house on the interstate that was a new thing <laughs> it was just it was like an island yeah. has its own on and off ramp exactly. like a yeah, private off ramp it had a burger king next to it yeah <laughs> that sounds awesome Talk about putting on 50 pounds. <laughs> and so uh, went down there and trash talk abounded. But uh, yeah, she was, I mean, she was not really happy. No. She also did not, she did not push back on the fact that I said that she is sometimes funny, but never playful. Really? She didn't, she didn't play around with you there? Yeah, yeah she did not play around there. Oh, hmm. It's almost like if she had then she would have proven you wrong. But then she would be doing what you wanted her to do. So she's in kind yeah. of a conundrum being called out like that because she can't win. Mm -hmm. She either has to be insufferable or submissive. So I think she's choosing the former. I mean, somebody doesn't take Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a year and not get any belts or any promotion without <laughs> knowing a little bit about putting somebody in a pretzel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That sounds like you went there and got your ass kicked for a exactly. year and then exactly. didn't progress at all. Exactly. I remember when I first went, uh, 
I was like in cardiovascular shape. Yeah. And what what's the opposite of cardiovascular shape? What's it's a uh... anaerobic. Anaerobic, yes. And I was none of that. And I was there for like <laughs> forty five minutes, and I was just I had to leave. I was gonna throw up. Uh, yeah that's what it does to you so what's new with you nothing man still going to psychiatrist uh yeah didn't this week but you know tough week long week any breakthroughs um looking forward to rocket league the caveman (laughs) league rocket is that what you told the psychiatrist well i didn't see him did it this year we, no, Doc, but, what we need to do is we need to have a strong push out, right? Okay, and somebody needs to hang back. Okay, we need a big defense. Are you fucking listening to me? How, how can we not re up Tory Krug? All right, and we need to put him on the right. I want him on his fucking strong hand all the time for setup passes. <laughs> Imagine you just talk sports with like because you don't have the bar anymore. It's like they closed the bar, so I need to pay a therapist to yeah, talk sports. Bringing a six pack of Schlitz. <laughs> He's sitting there like, and what? how does that make you feel? You're like, well, it makes me feel like fucking Leonard Fournette is worthless. Like he's I, not, I, we're gonna, I'm going to lose my bet on the spread. I, I'd be willing to bet that if there was a psychiatrist who said, you know what? The meetings are three hours long. You pay double what it normally – like, so if it was normally $80 an hour, it's $160 an hour. And you come and you bring all the booze you want and we'll sit in front of a TV and he just like you like he has like a mock bar <laughs> and he and you just have to tell him. So it starts out. It's like, God, Trubisky. I mean, the guy, he fucking <laughs> There's two hours of lead up. Never felt out the pressure. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden it just like it just decays into this like my dad never liked it. <laughs> just like <laughs> that, that's the way to do psychology. And he's like it's holding like, your I... hair back as you vomit into a bucket <laughs> and stuff. And afterwards, you're like, that was great, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I've never gotten so drunk in three hours of my life. <laughs> there is something to that. I'm convinced of. I think, I mean, not, not probably three times a day, I think about how the bar is closed and how I just want it to be open. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about old people or people with pre-existing conditions or I just want to go down to the bar and I want to scream at a TV with a bunch of other guys. I don't know. Like I got so much out of that and it was only like 50 bucks a week. It was great. So now in California, like could you even like, could you go to a bar and sit at a bar? Not inside. You can sit outside. Okay, because here in New Hampshire, they have like plexiglass around the bar, so you could sit at the bar and scream at the TV, but you're not going to be sitting next to a stranger. So you're just sitting like in your own booth. Well, you'd be sitting behind. You'd be sitting uh, on the other side of a plexiglass shield, and then I think they have to like space it out six feet. Okay. So I just don't know how bars are going to survive. Yeah, especially considering like fucking bullshit here already. Yeah, you can't go outside. You can't sit on the street. Like in Oakland, they'll just block off the whole street, and then that's the bar now. And there's like picnic tables and shit. And there's there's some company comes and rigs up a bunch of TVs on Sunday, and there's NFL Sunday ticket everywhere. And it's basically the same, but it costs you know it's like a fifty dollar minimum, 
So you, if you go to the bar to watch sports at 10 a.m., you have to get hammered. Like, there's no... You have to... You get, like, your fucking breakfast sandwich, and then you have to drink, like, three mimosas to make the $50 minimum. How do they keep track of that? I have no idea. I mean, I'm drunk as fuck by the time I leave. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, I've always spent more than fifty dollars. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, if you have if you if you have two drinks, you can keep yourself from having ten drinks. But if you have three drinks, you cannot. Yeah, and they make it just above the amount where you have. It's like, well, I have to get another drink to get the fifty dollar minimum. And now I've had three drinks, so I'm gonna have eight drinks. Yeah. So then it's noon, and I'm fucking stumbling around Oakland like. Do I go home or like, you know, the bar's open? You know, what am I doing? What do I do? I'm going to have to leave my car here. I don't know how to get back here. What am I doing here? I did have the, uh, so I went and saw Galena and Pat on Saturday. And then I went back home and I got, when I got back home, Jake had sent me a text that he was going to get the Mike Tyson fight. And so he spent $50 to watch these fucking geriatric old fucks. I totally forgot about that. To pretend to fight one another. So I was like, sure, I'll go over. And so, uh, I yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Was it good? I heard it was good. No, it was, it was terrible. I mean, they, <laughs> they were definitely trying to not hurt one another. Oh, but so I drove my car over there and I had... I think I had four IPAs in like three hours. Maybe I had, maybe I had five. Yeah. Three hours. And I live five streets over from him. Yeah. And I drove my car there. I was like, ah, fuck. I'll just complain the whole way as I walk home like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you got to get your car home. I mean, I'm against drunk driving, but, uh, you know, those kids got to get to school somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounds uh, riveting. So what was your Thanksgiving like? Just me and the roommates. I got drunk. They didn't. Do Uh, they not drink? Yeah, they don't drink. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, so I just got drunk, and then we played Rocket League and Fortnite, and that was it. I was the pork. It's a little bit dry, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> I thought that Thanksgiving was the airing of the grievances. <laughs> no, that's Festivus. That's Festivus. Yeah. What did you do All for right. Thanksgiving? Did you have Thanksgiving with Jake? No. Uh, no. Jake went to Maine. I, um, it was just Megan and myself and the dog. We, we ran a 5K, so that's why oh, I yeah. leave Rocket, Rocket League. Uh, did it under half an hour, which is as good as I can. Like, I mean, I used to be able to do it in like 24 minutes. Yeah. Now I'm just a fat piece of shit. And I just like heave across the finish line. Like, and it's like one of those things where I cross the finish line and they have all like the bananas and the water bottles. I had to just walk through that and just regain my composure for about three minutes. Yeah. I had to course, get, away, get, a, get away from everybody and like I couldn't have a mask on. I had to just catch my breath because I was gonna break a keel over time. <laughs> it's like if I if I stop concentrating right now, I'm gonna die. Yes. Yeah. It, like, it was it's like brain, hold on. We're gonna get oxygen. Just one second. That's the worst. And you you have to like 
you have to like swallow. And so you're like, (laughs) 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 so then you um, immediately rip five cigarettes. Yeah. So we did that. And, uh, and then we got home and we started making the food and, uh, had mimosas and watch football. But the one thing I will say is making Thanksgiving dinner, not all that fucking complicated. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when it's two people, you can't really fuck it up. Yeah, if it, if it, I mean, we made enough food for like seven days worth of leftovers. We had to throw a bunch of turkey away um, because I by, by the time Tuesday of this week rolled around, yeah, my freaking farts were like – the windows were peeling. The paint was peeling off of them. Um, yeah, you just get so sick of all. We had so many leftovers. I think we threw away a bunch of food too, because you can't really cook a feast for two people or three right. people. So you just um, had a whole bunch of shit. So all that happened. Let me ask you this question. I, uh, one of my students, I am under the impression, still genuinely believes in Santa Claus. So the question is, if you, Dan, raised a kid who was a boy who was 12 years old and still believed in Santa Claus, would you consider that a parenting triumph or a parenting failure? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably tell him, though. I don't think I'd, I don't think it's a triumph or a failure. He just somehow got all the way through. I think I would try to figure out if it was cognitive dissonance first. To see if there's more work I have to do on this kid. But to be fair, like, if you let it get that late and now it's like, uh-oh, maybe I should go back four years and kind of review everything. Right. So there's, you know? there's a bit of, a, there's a, bit of a, a, a sticky situation. See, I was thinking about this, and I initially would have thought it was a triumph. Like, I have kept my kid shielded from all of the rotten shit in the world. Yeah, well, that, that I mean, if you... That would be a triumph if that was your goal, but that seems like a not practical goal. Yes. Well, because then then I started to think about, um, well, how do you hear that about the truth about Santa? And it would be from a sibling or a friend's older sibling. And so yeah. maybe that means that the kid doesn't have any friends. Or the yeah, it would have to be something like anything. that. Yeah, like you'd have to be because like people even say it on the radio and stuff accidentally, you know, like it just gets out there. Like if you put this podcast on with a kid and forgot or like the kid, like you don't know we're going to talk about this. Then we talk about it and the kid realizes that Santa isn't real. And then that's it. You know, like that's why I, I would never say that, though. That's why. I think I realized it in a book. I was reading like The Outsiders or something. They talk about it or something like that. A little S.E. Hitton on this podcast right now? Yeah. Maybe we should just do a reading for the next one. Yeah. The part where Dally dies. Police assisted suicide. Dally, no, Dally. I've never read that book. Okay. I don't know if it's worth reading. I read it like 20 years ago. Probably more. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it, it is interesting. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like at 12, you're bordering on one, you have to keep the charade going for as long as you can. But you're also you're, that's where you start to teeter on like my kid is not exposed to enough. Like I'm, I'm making my kid kind of soft. 
Yeah. I mean, I think I think if if that kid has younger siblings, you basically have to tell the kid. Because then he's in on the or she is in on the keeping it from the younger kids, which is part of being an adult. Why do you have to do that, though? Why do you have to do what? Keep it from the younger kids? Well, why do you have to? Okay, yeah. So why would you ever need to say to the kid that does believe it to keep it away from the... Because I think you you do want to shield... It kind of depends on the kid if they get it or not. But you, I mean, you ideally are shielding a five-year-old from the truth because it's fun. Yeah. But like, if your kid is an asshole, they might just be like, hey, Jimmy, Santa isn't real, you fucking bitch. And it punches him in the nose, you know? And it's like, God damn it. I probably should have told her that we're trying to keep this from Jimmy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, basically, if you have a dumb asshole kid, then you need to tell the kid to protect his or her city. <laughs> you're, a dumb, you're a dumb asshole. <laughs> Listen, I know that you're a dumb asshole. And... A, you're not going to realize that we have to protect your little brother the same way we protected you. And B, the second you realize that this will crush him, you will take it out on him because you're an asshole. But again, I'm just, I'm just assuming that my kid is the worst possible kid. <laughs> well, that's a good assumption. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to raise my kid to be podcast. dumb, stupid assholes. That's, how you be, that's what makes you uh, successful in this world is being a stupid asshole. Uh, no, I think I think being a clever asshole is the most the most successful people are assholes. Yes, and they are devious and mischievous and clever. Yeah, I think it's just the right amount of clever too, pointed at just the right things. Right, because if you knew if you knew more, you wouldn't be such an asshole. Yeah, or someone like if you think about Trump. He's an asshole, but he's he's and he's stupid, but he's obviously not only stupid because he's a president. Like he figured out how to be president, so mm. he's just clever in exactly the right way to be successful. Right, he's like a professional wrestler. <laughs> yes, in terms of the entertainment value, that is what he yeah. does. What a wacky, wild world we're living in here, Danny. Yep, it's gonna be it's gonna be. Uh, Pretty epic to see how this this goes through. If we ever get out of this shit, I mean, what's the deal? Nobody's talking about this, okay? Dick Sweet McGee original niche topic: aliens. There's obviously aliens. That's it. You don't want to. You don't want to talk about aliens. Uh, I actually, you 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 lagged on me. I don't know. I actually don't know what you said. Oh, uh, there's obviously aliens. Was that what that that like the friggin' uh like the the metal albatross thing that that was found in Utah and New Mexico? Yeah, and earlier this year the, the government just said like yeah, there's UFOs. We don't know what they are. Well, my question is what benefit is the nanny state there? Like wh- what benefit does the government have and I'm not saying I, I I'm not saying they're like I just don't I actually just don't know like why is it in my personal best interest to not know about that shit according to the government? I don't know because we don't know, but they're rolling it out slowly. You know, if they just go like, okay, here's all the information, like we'll oh, riot and shit, we'll shit our pants, and we'll like everything will burn down. 
But if they tell us every six months during a pandemic over the course of like three years, and then we have all the information, we'll be like, okay, whatever. Just when do we get to go back to the bar? (laughs) And that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, when are the Red Sox start up? (laughs) Uh, Dude, are we going to miss two opening days in a row? (laughs) Because of fucking the flu? So, uh, well, what are your thoughts on on aliens? You you think that they exist, right? Um, I do now. You didn't before. Well, I mean, it's just highly probable that they exist. Yes. Well, that's so. That's the thing. I mean, it's just like if you know anything about like how the lottery works, you have to know that we're just a little small chunk of the whole thing. Like it's it's just a math problem. There's got to be something else out there. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that they exist, like, in our solar system. Like, on Titan and Venus yeah. and Europa. Yeah! Like, and I think, I forget, I think Pluto has a a subterranean water ocean, I think. I mean, like, a lot of this, the things, like, there are, like, gigantic stretches of organic matter like on the surface of planets like pluto erupts like this organic sludge from on its surface so like it seems are you are you acting are you acting like pluto is a fucking planet get with it bro (laughs) it just it's a rock they're all rocks you know what i realized this morning or maybe last night when i was watching another a nerdy science video the difference between jupiter and the sun is how big it is like, if Jupiter had as much mass as the sun, it would incinerate into a gigantic nuclear explosion like the sun. But it's made out of the same shit. Well, isn't that like saying the difference between us and the sun is mass? Uh, not, not as much because we're not only made out of helium and hydrogen. Like, Jupiter is made out of the same exact shit. Well, but it's not the same, con- it's not the same levels, though. Levels? It's, not, it's like, it's, it, Jupiter is not... Uh... It doesn't radiate heat. It's not like a nuclear reactor in the same right, way. It's not as big. It's literally. So you're saying, it's, you're saying it's only. It's, it's like it's 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 got the same like levels of hydrogen as the yeah, sun. Like, like proportions. It's like seventy five percent hydrogen and twenty five percent helium. And if so, it was just like a hundred times bigger, it would become a sun. Really? Yeah, because it would just collapse on itself and it start exploding. That's interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's also kind of the difference between... That's why I, that debate with Pluto is so boring. It's like, is it a planet? Who gives a shit? It's a rock. They're all just rocks. Or they're, like, too small to be a sun. Like, it's... Who gives a fuck if we call it a planet or not? Everyone got all pissy about it. It's like, in my day, there were nine planets. <laughs> I mean, by the, your definition, if Pluto's a planet, then there was, like, probably hundreds and hundreds of planets, you dope. Right. And they all just, whatever, they're just out there floating around. Did you know that Pluto has a moon that's almost as big as itself? Yes. Isn't that so moon they think it's just, it's just It's just like it split off, right? It got hit by a, uh, an asteroid. Yeah. And it split them in half. And it's called Karen. Isn't that great? Fucking Karen. <laughs> Karen and Pluto. <laughs> Don't get me fucking started on that, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch. Yeah, I think that, uh... okay, so... What do you what what do you find more interesting, the um, ocean floor, or I would say the the uh, realm of space outside of our solar system? Uh, space. 
I hate space. <laughs> no, space is way better than the ocean. You know, the ocean, who gives a shit? We get it. Like, there's shit living and there's vents. Like, what do you think is down there? Like, oh, oh, no, no. See, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to push back. <laughs> whatever is more interesting that I, I should, that whatever. I Wait. think that the ocean is much scarier than the deeper reaches of space. Well, yeah, because you're terrified of the ocean. Well, I'm not terrified of the ocean. I just don't want to get fucking eaten by a shark. So and you then, would rather be like in a spaceship around Pluto by yourself than in a fishing boat in the middle of the Pacific with like 10 of your buddies. Um, how about this? I would rather be in a space suit floating near Pluto in its orbit than be um, in a life jacket in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. I would take that too, for sure. Really? You're not supposed to survive in the ocean. Like, we're supposed to walk around on the ground. The second we're floating in the middle of the ocean, we're fucked. Like, you gonna die. I fucking... <laughs> the ocean is so goddamn scary. I'm way more afraid of the ocean. Also, so imagine... I think, you're, I think, you're, I think you're, you're, you're refuting your own claim. I think like, that you I, think that I don't disagree with you. Yeah. There's one way. There's one way here. Stevie's way. No, no I'm saying that you're stupid. I, I agree. <laughs> it would be better to be floating around Pluto. That's right, what so that's why so that's why I'm saying that I think that the I think that the ocean is scarier than space. And that's why the the ocean is more interesting than space. What, I think what so. Was the original thing? I know, I, I think yeah. I agree. I think that because it's scary, the ocean is more interesting to me than the deeper reaches of space. Because it's also accessible. Oh. I could get to the bottom of the ocean. I mean, I could I would have to kill myself. But uh, which I, was still on the table at this point. But, I mean, it's there. Like, you can just drive to the ocean. Yeah. You could kill yourself in the ocean right now. It's so easy. It'd be the worst. I, so, I told you earlier, if, you know, for those who listen to the podcast religiously, you'll remember when I mentioned that I was obsessed with sea wrecks and shipwrecks and shit and people who are trapped at sea. So, there was one where a guy just floated on his own in the ocean for, like, three days. And he literally just, he swallowed like a hundred gallons of seawater. And he didn't die? No. Well, he was, he was in the middle of drowning when they found him. He was like actively way, drowning. I want to I continue this. I just want to say that when you said, listeners of this podcast, and you just, you were looking through me when you said that. You like told that story. Like, <laughs> like you were really addressing the audience. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was speaking in context, Steve, with layers you know, that's what makes this podcast so engaging. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's, it's our audience is hooked <laughs> because they either get talked about it. Uh, they either get talked about on the podcast or they don't listen. I'm going to annihilate tonight in Caveman League. It's going to be a beatdown. We'll score 80 goals. I think the next time we record, we should have Shank Fight Club on. Yeah, okay. Shank Junt. Shank Junt. We'll have him on. We'll have a, we'll have a fan on who doesn't fucking know us a fan of who kms no of us he he listens to the podcast oh yeah he's a regular listener oh yeah i forgot there were those doesn't know us he doesn't know what they look like what we look like presumably we don't know a fucking thing about him i don't know if he's 150 years old if he's younger (laughs) than us 
I don't know. I don't know anything about him, but he's a fan. We don't know if he's entertaining or going to be any exactly. good. Exactly, he might be a fucking drip. For all we know, <laughs> he could be an unbelievable presence. He might be. Maybe he's just he's like one of those guys who's an immense talent, but he's like too. He doesn't have the balls, like DEC said. He's yeah. just waiting to be discovered, and he'll just explode into the internet scene. Right. Well, sp- speaking of the the Dick Sweet explosion, this last week. We have had uh, former uh, guest Matt Carano be the uh, producer of the Kirk Minahan Show. And we had former guest Quantum Week Chris be a guest, a, 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 a full episode guest on the Kirk Minahan Show. And there's a little bit of clamoring, apparently, for him to be a regular. So we are the fucking springboard. Yeah, it was, it was an amazing uh, week for Dick Sweet McGee. It was. To listen to Quantum Week, <laughs> to listen to Quantum Week on KMS. <laughs> How many layers does it take for us to get there? <laughs> I thought Chris was great. I don't know why. I mean, he wasn't. He's not as good as Carabas, which I think is what Kirk was getting so mad about. But I thought he was good. And if they kept doing it, let's say they did it once a week, I think Chris has the right. He's fast. He has an infinite knowledge. He's got. He basically memorized every baseball stat from like 1980 to 1990, which is perfect for Kirk. And he knows all the movies and shit. He's got the right like database of knowledge to just go back and forth with Kirk. Well, right. I think that uh, I mean it's just like anything. If if we had a friend on this podcast, if they said three things and they were all good, that's one thing. But if you if you're having a conversation throughout the entire thing in the podcast, like Kate was on for an hour and twenty minutes, and uh, and I thought that she was good. But if somebody was on for an hour and they said one or two things and they're good, well, I mean, I just think that he just didn't say a whole lot. No, he didn't. He, he, he played back a lot. Yeah. He didn't and let he did anything over his head, you know. He had a couple weird laughs. Yeah. So I understand. He played the I mean, Devin McCourty GTFB. I actually think Boring Minus was too high. I think he was a solid C, you know. But he's like, that's what Mike was when Mike started. Mike was a solid C and then he got better. I mean, he's, I mean, he has more potential, I think, than Mike because he's just faster, like he's wittier. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, uh, but I think Carano else? did not – I think he got – I mean, I don't know if it was that he took it personally, but I think he just got confused as to what Kirk's problem was, you know? Like people just weren't being real. Mm. And, then, and then Matt was just he was saying he was better than Carabas, and it was just kind of like, okay, you're just spiraling out of control. And he was saying he was like a good, good eye for talent. I think he was just kind of like losing his his grasp on well, what his point was. And I I uh, I tweeted this out from our account, our Twitter, that uh, he was in an unwinnable position. He was he was in a spot where he was, of course, going to defend his friend and yeah. our former guest. Yeah. Uh, our, our, you know, our protege, if you will, he was going to defend him, uh, and he did fight back. But he was winning a, he was trying to fight a battle that he was never going to win. It was like when Chad Ochocinco played for the Patriots, and he sucked. It's yeah. like it doesn't matter if Chad Ochocinco was twenty five times better than Jerry Rice, and he and he like and Brady just wasn't getting him the ball. Like we're siding with Brady. Yeah. You're fucking out. You're out. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Just 
like so it just seemed like like the the, the wave of popularity was it, it was never going to happen for Chad Johnson. So that was the thing with with <laughs> with Corino. It's like you have to. It's it's not a battle that you're going to win. I appreciate the the balls, but it's just it, it was an unwinnable position. I thought. Yeah, and well, I mean, Kirk is not gonna. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Matt kind of totally lost the grasp of what the argument was, and then he just felt like he needed to fight, which he did. That was a good instinct to just continue. <laughs> you know, that's even if you Steve, forget like what exactly Steve the fight classic. is. Yeah. yeah, just keep battling, and then Kirk was just completely relentless and brutal. So it actually ended up working out, but it was like, oh, oh man, oh poor Carano. <laughs> so I think we're gonna have a good little Rocket League crew tonight. Uh, yeah. I do not have Alan Chelmsford. By the way, is Alan Chelmsford still listening to this podcast? No idea. I don't hear about I it. Don't, I don't think he's listening anymore. I have no idea. So Alan, him to the Alan Chelmsford, if you're listening, or Alan uh, Walpole, if you're if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, and I also I got a new phone, so I don't have your number, so text me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how about I text him about uh, the Rocket League? Yeah, so... Text him about Rocket League, uh, but uh, Jerry and Rockland, Pat and Rockland, they're in. Uh, okay. Jake and, and Concord is in. So uh, we'll have at least a good, a good attack. You know what I'm saying? We'll be a boss to the walls. Is Pat? Did you say Pat too? Yeah. Okay. Well, Don might do it, but then we need to do a private match. But if we get well, enough people, then we can do like a cross-platform private match. Well, that's the thing. So uh, Jerry and Rockland has an Xbox. Okay. So we'll have to do. It'll be a private match regardless. Which is okay. fine. And we'll just put in whoever. And if there's open space, it'll be a bot. And if Shank Junt is listening, he should join us on yeah. Rocket League too. Yeah. It's uh, my, uh, my PlayStation network is I uh, handle is uh, I got to sit down. Yeah. So join us. Shank Junt. Yeah. I'll, I'll tweet him. <laughs> you want to play Rocket League with us? Yeah. Let's, I mean, <laughs> it's open to anyone in the podcast. If you want to join the Rocket League yeah. uh, club is called Caveman League. And we play every Friday. It's a new thing. It's a new for the past for the past one Friday. I'm so fucking Friday. psyched up. Why don't you just quit your fucking job right now? So we can play Rocket League now. So we can play Rocket League two <laughs> and a half hours earlier than we were gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally worth it. It probably would be worth it. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, I gotta go. I gotta go back to work. All right. I'll see you later. I'll text Al. Okay. Goodbye.